Greetings, programs, and welcome to a very special Awesome Friday on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, April 20th, 2022, is National Canadian Film Day, an annual event organized by Real Canada in which we celebrate Canadian film both across our fair country and around the world. Here is a quick trailer for the day. There are so many things Canadians disagree about. Like which Canadian Ryan is sexier. Like whether we need to wear hard pants ever again. Like whether pineapple on pizza should just not be allowed at all, ever. There is one thing we can agree on. On National Canadian Film Day, we can watch a great Canadian film. Join us. This morning, I sat down on Zoom with Jack Bloom, Executive Director of Real Canada, to speak about this year's event, including the tribute to the late Jean-Marc Vallée, and for this year's focus on Indigenous storytelling. Here now is that interview, and I hope you enjoy it. So, good morning. Thank you for joining. Good morning. My pleasure. Uh, why don't we just start? Why don't you actually just introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, my name is Jack Bloom. I am the Executive Director and Co-Founder of Real Canada which does many things, among which are, uh, is the presentation of National Canadian Film Day every year on the third Wednesday in April, which is where we are now. And what, uh, what, what year is this for Canadian National Film Day? Number nine, believe it or not. We started in 2014, and we were just very, very proud that we had 70 screenings across the country. And now in uh, 2022, as we edge hopefully of this uh, pandemic, we're more than 1,100 screenings across the country and around the world in 50 countries. That is impressive, actually, from 70 to 11, sorry, 1,100? 1,100, yeah, it's almost hard to grasp for me. That I mean, uh, yeah, that's actually kind of hard for me to grasp, to be totally yeah. honest. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. It, people have embraced it not like I mean there's several hundred schools there's several hundred libraries we also reach retirement homes legion halls community centers certainly cinemas and film festivals kind of wherever you can show a movie people jump in and get engaged and then in addition to that all of the major broadcasters and streaming services and I mean all of them you can see it on our website canfilmday.ca they all put on Canadian movies that day it's, I think, the only day of the year when they work cooperatively with one another. They, uh, they all show Canadian movies. Last April, when we didn't have the live screenings, more than two and a half million Canadians watched a Canadian movie. That's something that's been embraced, uh, and we're, we're incredibly humbled by that. Is there a province or territory that is untouched by it? Like, is there screenings? No. Uh, like, the screenings no. is everywhere. Everywhere, uh, and you can see it on the map on the website. Uh, every province, every territory, and we have wonderful little quirky things. There's a there's a little town called Hay River. I believe it's the Northwest Territories. They have two, it's a tiny little town in the Northwest Territories. They have two screenings, uh, one but from two different organizations, and they have to fight over the local, you know, cinema about which who gets the later slot. It's hysterical, but they do. <laughs> And uh, as I understand, there's even like, there's a setup on the website where you can host like a private screening as well. Like anyone can sort of jump in on this. Is that right? Anyone can jump in. We have a few films that are being offered on our platform by, if you want to see, for example, this year, 
we are uh, offering a tribute to Jean-Marc Vallée because um, his passing was so sudden and so shocking. So uh, we have his masterpiece, Crazy, that is available for free for anyone all day. You go to our website, click on, and you'll, you'll get to it and you can watch it. And similarly, because we were also saddened by the passing, the sudden passing of Ivan Reitman, you can find meatballs. You can find um, the interview last NCFD, uh, Ivan participated in a, in a little uh, reunion panel, and that um, piece of um, sort of reminisce and discussion of the movie is on our platform as well. So there are a few things that people can access that are direct for anyone from our platform. And then there are all the different streaming platforms, all of the different broadcasters, etc. It's, it's honestly... What I find really interesting about this is that as a guy who's relatively plugged into film, I think I only heard about this for the first time like three years ago, but it, and it, like, it feels like it's kind of ballooning, but in the best way possible. In, in, indeed, yeah. It, the, 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 the turning point was the sesquicentennial, um, which I guess had a lot of people stirred up as, and rightly so. We were able to kind of get funding for a sesquicentennial project and you know, not to make you dizzy, but that year, the number of screenings hit 1800. So what we didn't know was after that, whether they would come back. And that's why we're so pleased that, you know, following that, uh, you know, more, more than half of them come back annually to celebrate. Well, so could you take me through, just for everyone who's listening, there's a number of sort of like marquee events across the country. Yes. I mean, obviously we're here in Vancouver. So what's happening in Vancouver on the day? Goodness me, um, if I take a pause and pull up some information, you'll, sure. you'll be sympathetic with that many screenings. I don't actually have them all in my head. That's fair um, enough. But the, as I say, the, the best way to do it is to go to canfilmday.ca. You can just click, for example, on British Columbia, and you will see that there are 55 screenings in BC. And you can then search in any particular city. You can look in Vancouver. I know that Vancouver Film Festival is doing a day's offering. They're showing Scarborough. They're showing um, a film that Jean-Marc Vallée executive produced called The Big Wave, which is all about music, really interesting film. And um, in the evening, it's the a theatrical premiere of a new indigenous French language thriller called L'Inhumain, um, which is in English, the inhuman. So that we love it too that in the recent years, certain films have decided to use National Canadian Film Day to launch. And that's what Lin Yumen is doing. It's had a couple of small festival screenings, but this is the beginning of its theatrical life. So Vancouver Festival is doing that and there are various guests. They're also screening Forgotten Warrior by Loretta Todd, who's a well-established indigenous filmmaker in Vancouver. Our spotlight this year is Indigenous films. And we went that way because it just seemed so obvious to us that the explosion in recent years of amazing Indigenous work had to be recognized and, and, uh, and looked at. When last year, um, Beans, uh, uh, an Indigenous film by Tracy uh, Deer, won Best Picture at the CSAs this year. Night Raiders was nominated, I think it was 11 times, and won several CSAs. Um, they're start, that work is starting to dominate um, where we're recognizing Canadian films. So it just seemed important to highlight that. So we've selected, I think, 34 really notable and interesting 
indigenous films of all kinds. And there, there's, there are lots more than that as well, but um, that's where we started. So in every place where people are showing films, often they're showing something from the spotlight, something that's indigenous. Uh, so for example, if there's an independent cinema in your town, and there I know are at least half a dozen, probably more than that in BC, um, small towns that have really great little uh, independent cinemas, they are screening a combination of one or more of uh, Beans or Night Raiders by Dennis Goulet or Crazy, the Jean-Marc Ballet tribute. So some are screening more than one of those films and wherever you are, if you're in a place that has one of those cinemas, I know Nelson, Golden BC, um, Kamloops, they are participating in that program um, and screening those films. It's so cool to see Canadian film highlighted in such an interesting and diverse way. And I also think that, you know, Indigenous stories in Canadian cinema, I mean, they're dominating right now, but that's, that's where some of our most interesting work is coming from. So that's I think, totally. an, an excellent way to go. Like Beans last year, great. Night Raiders last year, great. I've actually seen, I didn't review it on the site, but uh, Lynn Humane is also great. Oh, you've seen it. Good for you. I think I think it was at Whistler Film Festival. Yeah, 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 correct. yeah. There's so many interesting stories coming out of there. Well, what's fascinating there, it's it's thrilling to me, is the way in which these filmmakers are grabbing genre and infusing it with incredible resonance from uh, their point of view. Like when you look at something like Night Raiders, this futuristic dystopian thriller but it's about residential schools. And so it's a genre that I would normally not particularly pay attention to, but I was incredibly moved when I saw that film for both for what it was saying and for the way it was, I'll use a phrase, recolonizing the screen, like sort of taking it back and saying, here, we're, we're grabbing this and using it to talk about what we need to talk about. And I just think it's incredibly exciting. Yeah, there was another one uh, last year called Don't Say Its Name, which is where they repurposed a, a native myth into a horror story, which uh, uh, I I just think there's so many interesting stories that are centered on people we don't haven't historically centered. And it's yes. uh, I'm, I'm very glad that it's sort of coming out in our culture and storytelling now. It's part of the raison d'etre for National Canadian Film Day and for Real Canada as a whole which promotes Canadian film in different ways across the country all year, is to celebrate that diversity. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, the question of, oh, what is a Canadian film and what does it mean to be Canadian and all of that. What's been interesting this past couple of decades, I would say, is the way in which our own understanding of our diversity and our celebration of our diversity as the thing that really defines us. And in a time in the world when I, I I think that's an extremely valuable virtue to be championing, is so reflected in our cinema, so naturally reflected in our cinema. So one of the things we've always tried to do is just simply spread the buffet table wide and say, just pick something, you know, just the, the, they come from every culture, every background, um, every kind of story, every genre. That's what Canadian film is, and we're celebrating it. That's uh, excellent. Well, obviously, the, the big event this year is this uh, tribute to Jean-Marc Ballet, uh, which seems like an easy choice given his untimely passing. What what drew you to, to crazy as the choice? Good question. 
I think that in, you know, we won't know this right away, but I think that will be his legacy. He did some great American work for sure. You know, there's, there's Blacklist and Cafe de Flore and, and, uh, and other things, but Crazy is, first of all, it was his breakout film. Like it was, it took everyone um, by surprise when it came out. No one expected, that had some familiarity with him as a filmmaker, expected him to produce something that was so original in voice. Mm -hmm. um, the way in which in it, he uses music the way in which he plays with um, realism and surrealism and fantasy, the way in which he brings together the church and the family and the culture of the day and the period. And it's all anchored and grounded in this incredible challenge and reward of familial love. Um, it's really moving. It's a really moving film. And um, I think it's a masterpiece. And I think it will be recognized as that. I think that's I, I think that film will become synonymous with his name as 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 time goes on. I mean, if you haven't seen that film, see that film. It is really rewarding. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it recently. I saw it when it was new, but yeah, uh, there's a there's a there's a four K restoration. That's what we're offering. There's a there's a beautiful new version. It, it was it was tied up for a little while because he has, um, you know, the, the term is needle drop when you're working in movies, which is Mm -hmm. songs that you buy and he bought some very expensive songs and the rights ran out and they had to there was a big wrangle about how to get it so that it could be released again um the, the irony being it was was not released originally in the states precisely because they couldn't afford to buy the music for the american market so they bought it for everywhere else so it's our treasure in a way but they it, it is it is back and uh and by all means, see it again. Right, we watched it right after uh, the news of his death reached us around Christmas time, and um, uh, it was it was every bit as moving and as vivid as it was the first time. And it's streaming, it's streaming on the website, and it's showing in every market. It is showing in uh, wherever a lot of different um, independent cinemas, twenty of them across the country, I would think, um, including ten in Quebec. Interestingly. Um, so they're showing it other, I think, I think there's probably about 30 or 40 screenings of it all told across the country live. And then, um, uh, as I say, if you go to our website, you can, you can uh, log in and get yourself a, a ticket. Oh, that's great. And that, is that anyone can stream uh, anywhere like worldwide or just in Canada? No, no, just in Canada, just in Canada. It is screening uh, in internationally, but in territories that are geo-blocked for wherever they are. Right. Uh, and you mentioned, so the, the Canadian National Film Day is happening outside of Canada. Where, like, what are some notable things that are happening outside of Canada? Okay, now you're really testing me. So just give me, <laughs> give me a second, give me a second. Because I, I, as I say, it's too much to keep in, in one tiny brain. So, but again, it's fun if you go to the map. Like I'm, I'm looking at the map right now, and I can see that in Iceland, in Iceland, they're screening Bootlegger, which is a new uh, uh, well, indigenous, indigenous film. That's a great movie, uh, which I haven't seen yet. So you're ahead of me. In Lithuania, they are going to be screening Run, Woman, Run, a new film by Zoe Hopkins. That's uh, also a fun movie. <laughs> really great. You're really what you, you're doing. You, you've uh, you've really covered the territory. I'm impressed. I, uh, um, I, I tried to focus a lot 
on Canadian film in the last year, uh, especially. Well. You've done well. And uh, yeah, it's been very in rewarding. Poland, in Poland, they're going to be screening uh, Drunken Birds. Um, I'll just give you one more European country. Belgium is going to be screening Night Raiders. And then if we flip over to South Asia, we've got Laos, they're screening Beans. I mean, you know, this is crazy stuff. Um, in Taipei, they're screening Run, Woman, Run. We go over to Africa. In uh, Cameroon, they're screening Crazy. You know, it's, it's quite fun to look at the map. It's every continent, too. In uh, Colombia, they're screening Night Raiders. So, you know, you can uh, find it for yourself. It is really cool that Canadian National Film Day is such an international event. Yes, indeed. And it's also fun that it's challenging to say because it's called National Canadian Film Day, but even we find that a mouthful and get it confused from time to time. So just to say. <laughs> Obviously, the event is growing and, and uh, spreading worldwide. What uh, is there? Any, have you started putting an eye towards next year yet? Or are you still focused on this year? Shoot me right now, Matthew. Um, <laughs> it is, it, 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 it's hard to describe what it's like trying to marshal. Like when, when the responses start to come in and the, like all of these screenings, one of the reasons that I think it works is because we deal with all of these partners quite specifically. Like we help them find films for, for their audience and their community because we're not just saying, oh, watch a Canadian film or watch this particular one. We're saying, find a Canadian film that's going to work for you because not everybody likes all every movie. And so it's a lot of handholding. And so by the time, and we didn't know what was going to happen this year with COVID. We didn't, we, I, frankly, I thought after two years away from our partners, if we got to 500 screenings, I was going to be totally thrilled. So when it starts to come in in this uh, volume, it is, it's a lot to juggle. Um, so my goal right now is to survive. If we can survive <laughs> past tomorrow, then uh, we'll be encouraged and we'll figure out uh, what we can do next year. But also it's important to see how this works, how people find the screenings, what we get tons of response, right? People, the partners all write to us and how did it all go? So we have to incorporate all of that um, find out how the international screenings went, and that will be used to inform um, what happens next year. Well, great. I don't actually have uh, any more questions for you, but I do want to say thank you for your time, and uh, thank you for organizing this whole event. I think it's a really cool event, and I can't wait to see how it goes. Well, thank you so much for being such a diligent consumer yourself of Canadian film, and happy National Canadian Film Day. Once again, that was Jack Bloom, Executive Director of Real Canada, the organization that organizes National Canadian Film Day, which I managed to say wrong several times in this interview. For more information on National Canadian Film Day, you can check out their website at canfilmday.ca or their Twitter handle at canfilmday, and you can find those links in the show notes below. This episode of the Awesome Friday podcast was produced and recorded by me, Matthew Simpson, on the unceded lands of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish nations. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star review on your podcasting platform of choice. Or for more direct support, we do have a Patreon, which will also be linked in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and whatever day it is, I hope you're having an awesome Friday. <laughs>